You are listening to the Happy Healthy Leadership Podcast with Kathy Williams. Here you will learn to be physically, mentally, and emotionally fit. The focus is not just being healthy by the doctor's standards, but being the best version of yourself you can be, empowering you to be a great leader for your family and your team. This is Happy Healthy Leadership, episode number six. Happy New Year, everyone. Today, I want to talk about, in the concept of goal setting, the concept of self-love or self-compassion. And why this is so important for us is because I feel it's a big part of all of a lot of issues that we have right now in today's society of our overwhelm and anxiety is due to a lack of self-compassion in us. And what it causes is it usually will, when we have a lack of um, self-compassion or we don't have that self-love for ourselves, we have a hard time following through with our goals and they're harder to make and it's such a painful process to go through when we don't show that compassion to ourselves. One of the things that brought it up for me just most recently is um, I have a coach and she also brought up the point of self-compassion to me. And as I thought about how compassionate I am to myself, at first I didn't think I had an issue. And I was thinking to myself, well, I don't, you know, I don't call myself mean names. I don't yell at myself. You know, I'm not, I think of like that 11-year-old version you see of, you know, on TV or some kids like, oh, I'm just so stupid. And they get upset and they, they're mad and they hit themselves. And I don't have that issue. However, what I did notice when I started to observe my life is where I don't show compassion to myself, such as I don't love myself by uh, not following through on goals that I set for myself. And I realize at different times, I will expect things from others instead of just giving that to myself. So one of the situations coming up just recently was I was sick for this last week and it really just got me sitting and thinking and I had a few of these aha moments. And one of them was when I was woke up in the morning and I was just tired of being sick. I was mad. I was sad. I wanted pity from my husband. I really felt this poor old me. And I got even more mad when I said something to my husband and he kind of brushed it off and just kind of said something that seemed very flippant to me, very matter of fact. And it was nothing wrong of what he said, but inside I started pouting. And I also realized at that same moment of how I was being mean to myself and I was the reason I was so mad is because I had all these expectations of myself of getting stuff done for work, such as my podcast last week that did not get done. And, you know, helping out with dishes, cleaning up after, you know, Christmas, all these things in the house that I had expectations that I set on me. I was blaming them at my family and feeling like I had to do those things and that they were expected to me. And that made me feel mad and upset and unuseful. And so at that moment, I really had to take that time to show myself compassion and give myself permission for just being sick. And I had to give myself permission and love and comfort of 
I was going to get better. It won't last forever. And that I'm okay. And that just because I don't have the the comfort and the care that I give to my children or that I used to get for my mom when I was a little girl, that I was going to be okay. And one of those other moments that I realized is um, before I was sick, when I was looking at how I set goals for myself and how I don't follow through on them. And I realized how good I am at following up with the goals and promises I set for other people, my husband, my children. If I say I'm going to do something, I am very reliable and I make sure that what I say I complete and do. But when I'm not reliable to myself, it showed me how unloving that is to myself and my goals. So looking at your New Year's goals, I first want you to think about what goals do you have for yourself? And, you know, I challenged you before is, you know, why did you set them? And one of the biggest first ways of that self-compassion is sometimes when we set those goals and we're forcing ourselves to do something is because we're going through and we're telling ourselves, I have to do this. But when you start wrapping in self-compassion is what I want to challenge you to do is what do you need instead? What does your body need physically, emotionally, spiritually? Really think about that. And, then, and even if you have some goals set already that you set, self-compassion will allow you the permission to reevaluate goals that you've set, determine if they're realistic, and allow you to adjust them as needed. Because when you have self-compassion, it's really about just protecting yourself and providing for yourself, not just physically, but emotionally. And what happens is you actually need that conviction that you deserve to have your goals and your needs met. And then you have to put that action or that effort into doing that. But that mindfulness of how you do it is so important with that. And when I think about when you have those goals set and you have self-compassion added in there, it can be very motivating. Um, I don't know if you've ever had a positive coach in your life or somebody that motivates you, but you think about that coach you've had, or you know, and at least myself, I've had a, my coaches that were my favorite. They motivated me with kindness and support, and they told me that I could do it. Never once did they put me down especially how I've done myself and my clients have done to themselves. And I see so many other people and hear other people do when we don't follow through with our goals. So if you're finding that you need that self-compassion in your life and that you could be using this, one of my mentors, Brooke Castillo, has talked about self-compassion and the way of doing it is to look at yourself in three different ways. Your past self, your current self, and your future self. And think about this past self. 
is anything from this second right now to the past. So your past self involves everything from five seconds ago to a minute ago to a day ago to a year to five years to the time you were born. That's your past self. It's already happened. And there's this big point of how do we love and have compassion for that person that is imperfect, that did things that maybe you aren't happy about or you're not excited about. Um, how do you love those things in you? Uh, a lot of times we have a heart issues and when we are talking with other people, it will bring up those memories of the ourselves and we want to avoid them. And we haven't processed those feelings and emotions of our past. And it's hard to love ourselves in the past because of things that we're ashamed of or things that we felt we could have done better. And when you look at your future self right now is how do you just love that present right now exactly as you are? And as you learn to love that person as you are, you're going to learn to start loving that self person. They kind of do this um, hand-holding things is as you start loving that past self, you start accepting who you are as your current self. But what's really cool is you think about this future self and think about how do you love this future self? You get to love yourself in the future by following through with what you do right now and today to set yourself up. And when you follow through on your goals and you love yourself through that process, that future you five days from five days from now can look back at the current you or that past self at that time and start loving it a little bit more. So right now in that process, I really want you to think about and validate yourself when you start noticing negative emotions. When you don't follow through on goals and you aren't following through with exact action, I want you to start taking that time to reflect. You know, what are your emotions you actually are experiencing and why? And it takes that time to process of what's actually happening and why did you not do it? And when you start processing it, you can start having compassion for that version of you. Why did you not? And instead of being mean and on that person and attacking them for not following through, show them that love and compassion in it. Um, it's almost just like the same thing of that resistance uh, we have with it. What happens is when we resist unpleasant experiences, they won't go away. So when we resist the um, the fact that we're not following through on our goals or such as exercise or maybe not eating right uh, what a lot of people have right now what happens they get worse um, an example of this would be that i can think of in my life is i was having an issue going to sleep for a while and it, at 2 a.m i would wake up and i'd be wide awake and it might be something my husband walked in the room and i would start thinking and then I would get irritated that I was thinking and that I got woken up and I would get upset that I'm not falling back asleep. And the longer awake I was, the more angry I would get and the harder it would be for me to fall asleep. 
And I started noticing, it took me one day to realize this pattern of this resistance and this anger I was creating for not falling back asleep. And I had to notice how I was blaming my kids for waking me up. I was blaming my husband for waking me up or the dogs or, um, you know, other things going on in my life. I would put the blame on other people. And I had to realize how much of that lack of sleep I was creating myself by not just allowing it to happen. And once I did, as I'd wake up and I'd notice I was awake, instead of beating myself up or telling myself I have to go to sleep and thinking about the consequences of how bad it would be if I didn't sleep, I just allowed myself to be awake. And I allowed myself to rest. Maybe I allowed myself to get up and stretch. If it was 5 a.m., I would allow myself to get up and get some work done. And I do those things now. And now that I do those, I find that it's, one, it's 5 a.m. A lot of times when I start doing something, I will just keep going on the day and I'll allow myself maybe a, a time to rest later in the day if I can. But with that 2 a.m. times, if I just allow those moments to happen of being awake, I find that I'm easy, I'm able to go back to sleep easier versus fighting it and resisting it. And the same thing that happens with sleep, it happens in so many areas of our life. So not even just at the gym, but it happens with every area of our life as a leader. It happens when you are trying to get to that next level. But when we resist, things aren't going away. We can't, we can't love ourselves to make the pain go away. Instead, we love ourselves in the process of being human and just letting things happen. We love ourselves to accept the pain and move through it and process it instead of harboring it inside of us, which only creates more overwhelming and anxiety in our lives. And when we show compassion and love in ourselves, we get to move forward. I mean, think of, I think of like, you know, of the ocean and the flowing of it, the ebbs and the flows of things. And you need to allow those things and the water is going to come up, the water is going to go down. Life is going to have those experiences of good and bad. And in the more we allow that flow of the good and bad in our lives, and we allow the imperfections in ourselves, and we learn to love ourselves with the good and the bad, the easier it gets, the more fluid your life gets, and the more peaceful your life gets. So finding that compassion in yourselves, I want to challenge you today of start being aware. How can you show compassion in your life? And in what areas? Are you loving yourself? Or are you expecting it to come from others? If you notice yourself wanting something or needing something from somebody else, more love or compassion, to feel that sense of love, I want you to look inside of yourself and see where are you not loving yourselves. And what's going to be really cool is as you fight, start finding that compassion for yourselves, 
you might find it easier to show compassion for those other people and create a flow in things. I want you to ask yourself, are you getting angry and mad in areas of your life such as road rage or your kids upsetting you or because an employee isn't following through on exactly the way that you want them to follow through in things? And if you notice that you're upset, I want you to not... I want you to look inside of yourselves and see where can you show compassion in this area for yourself and for others. Because what will usually happen is once we start finding love in ourselves and showing compassion for ourselves, it will get easier to show compassion to others. So if this resonated with you today, um, I'm going to challenge you. So one of the books that I love, love reading that I went through is called The Mindful Self-Compassion Workbook by Kristen Neff. Um, Great workbook to look at. Otherwise, if you find that you are challenged with self-compassion and you want to get um, help with this and you want to be coached and find that way to love yourself, I would love to help you through that process of finding compassion for yourself, for your employees, your family, and your community that you surround yourself. Have an amazing day, and I look forward to talking to you next time. If you liked what today's lesson was about, learn more by visiting happyhealthyleadership.com. There you can connect with Kathy and start your journey on becoming mentally fit, as well as improving your company's leadership.